Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your co-host, Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde. You ready for another show? I am. What are we talking about today? So for our listeners out there, today we're going to be talking uh, a common question that we get all the time is, is general education a waste of time? Mm. <laughs> How many times have we heard that? All the time. Yeah. Anytime I tell a student, okay, your major is nursing, but you've got to take an art class. <laughs> I get that look like, <laughs> why? why? Why do I need to do that? So yes, this is, this is a key, key question. So for all our student listeners out there who's thinking about general education, I actually think that general education on a personal opinion is is great to just kind of make you well-rounded, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it gives you those abilities to take some classes that maybe you would have never thought that you would have taken because you didn't have to. But what I love about general education in college is we have so many courses, mm-hmm. right? So if you want to fulfill an arts and humanities course, there are a lot of choices. There's not just that intro class. There's so many things in general education that you can study that I just love that you have the ability to take um, these classes that are going to count for your associate's degree, if you're planning to get that associate's degree, if you're planning to transfer, right? So those are the things that I really enjoy about general education because many times you wouldn't take them unless you had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, just to kind of piggyback off what you just said is, you know, I feel like general ed is in a way the purpose of college because mm-hmm. I feel like one of the main, one of the great things about college that I learned was just um, starting a goal and, and finishing that goal and just the way I grew as a person, the exposure I got as a person, right? So taking a class on Native American history, which is something I would have never been exposed to at any other part of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. So th- th- those are the things that I think make college that full experience, like that well-rounded experience, like what you're talking about, right? So it's that combination of, yes, you're there for your major, but then you're also there to learn how to live on your own. You're there to learn about other people. You're there to learn how to communicate, how to socialize, and then learn about the world around you. So I feel like that that that's really that's really the purpose. So I I always tell students approach general education with that mindset that this is a chance for me to grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your major you have to do, but general education is what you want to do. And I love what you're talking about, just that growing piece. And if you come in with that mindset of general education, right, that you want to learn, you want to grow, you kind of want to understand different cultures. Like, hey, if you want to under understand a little bit more about um, art history in the 19th century, right? Or if you want to learn a little bit more about literature and English, like you could usually do that through your general education courses. Mm -hmm. Sometimes photography, film studies, cinema studies, acting, right? You're like, hey, you know what? I've always thought about acting, you know, on the side, Why? but I'm still thinking about majoring in biology, but I can take this acting class and get general education, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and just a quick story before we get to the nitty gritty, right, of, of general education. When I was um, at my state university, I was a business major, as I've shared on several episodes. Well, as I, I transferred in from one uh, UC system school to a CSU system school, so as a result, I was a half a unit short in humanities. 
And so I went to an advisor and she said, and she said, here's a list of classes that are a half a unit that you can take to meet this requirement. Well, one of those classes was a course on Appalachian music. Okay. Appalachian music. So I'm a girl from the inner city, like Appalachian music. I, I like that just me. I, I didn't even know what that was. So I went to this, it was a one day, no, it was a weekend. It was a two day Saturday, Sunday class to get the half a unit, all day to get the half a unit. So I go to this class, totally thinking this is going to be the total waste of my time. And it was so good. It was one of the best classes I took in university because it talked about Appalachian history and hillbilly history and where those stereotypes come from and, and also the black experience in Appalachia, which is something you don't hear about at all. Right. So it ended up being an amazing, amazing experience and exposed me to a whole history that you don't really hear much about. Like when you hear Appalachia, we think of what do you even think of? You you just think of mountains, right? You don't even think of people. You don't even think about people, right? And it ended up being such a great class. Um, so just aside, just you know, yeah, approach GE with an open mind. It really can be a great experience. And I like what you're saying. It's is keeping that open mind just in college is is key to your success. And definitely taking some classes that may be out of your comfort zone is always a great way to push yourself and just grow more. I do want to bring in a couple of the technical aspects, mm-hmm. too, of, about general education for since we are in the Getting your Started, uh, getting started uh, basic series. You know, hey, for those new students out there, you're going to see a couple of general education patterns at the California Community College that come up all the time. The CSU general education breath and the IGETSI, the intersegmental general education transfer curricula. So I get see, you're going to hear about it. The I get see is kind of nice because it covers the CSU and the UCs and the CSU GE breath. If you're going to California State University, um, for example, Cal State LA, uh, Cal State East Bay, San Francisco State University or San Jose State University, like the CSU general education breath would be just fine. If you're thinking about going to the UCs, like your UCLA, UC Berkeley, then you want to follow that I get see. So, you know, from a technical aspect, you kind of want to know those those two things, I would say. And if you're going to a private college or university, sometimes they'll take that I get see or CSUGE breath. So in California, you definitely want to look at, at, at those those um, general education curriculum and study kind of like what makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. And I want to put in there for my undeclared students out there. If you haven't listened to our undeclared episode, make sure to you know listen to that as well. But this is a great starting point because I feel like if you're not sure of what to do, and I'm going to tell you right now, like you're not supposed to be sure at 18 what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life, right? There's very few of us mm-hmm. that are. And I, I really want to put that in because I tell my students all the time, they feel like they're alone out there and they're like, like, you know, my friend wants to be a doctor. My friend wants to be a lawyer. And I'm just like, look, life can change in an instant, mm-hmm. right? So so if you're just still a little undeclared, general education is a great way to start and just kind of hitting like um, a general education, like one English, one math, maybe one arts and humanities, one history requirement where you're kind of staying on track by taking so those general education mm-hmm. um, courses that are keeping you on track to transfer, to graduate in an appropriate amount of time. Now, one one quick little asterisk in here, like if you're a STEM major, you know, science, biology, engineering, 
uh, chemistry major or anything like that, you definitely want to um, talk to a counselor, a STEM counselor right away, because a lot of times you want to focus on those major courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think just a great, vi- uh, you know, just a, a visualization for folks of what you're saying is, you know, let's say you are interested in art history, or let's even say English, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're also interested in uh, business, right? So a way to really utilize GE in your favor there is, well, you're required to take some art humanity. So that's where you take an art history class to explore, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're required to take econ as a business major. Well, that falls under social sciences. So that counts as a GE. So if you're exploring a major, if you're unsure about a major, the, the, a great way to sort of work the GE in your favor and explore the major at the same time is to see what category that major falls in. Does it have any classes that falls into those categories within the GE? And almost every single major has at least one class that'll fall into a GE. And so as a result, you're able to explore the major but still be progressing, right? That's the key is that you still wanna be able to progress. I am so glad that you brought up that point because that is so many times, so many uh, conversations that I have with my students is that exact conversation. Like, hey, you know what? I thought about psychology. I was interested. I'm also interested in sociology a little bit. I kind of want to know the difference between those two. And that's usually a great starting point because intro to psychology, intro to sociology, boom, those are general education courses right there. And you're exploring something that you may be interested in. And hey, let's say you take those classes and you're like, mm, this may, this is not my thing, really. I'm thinking more now into art history, political science or something. Guess what? You've already taken a couple of general educations mm-hmm. and you've knocked those out. And and I always believe with general education, you can tie so many things together, right? Like what you learn in that psych class can be tied into that sociology can be tied into the political science, can be tied into the history course. Like there's so many things that that overlap that just making those critical connections, it just makes you feel, again, a more well-rounded person. Mm -hmm. So now in terms of the nitty-gritty, so you mentioned the IGETSI, right? And you also mentioned the CSU General Education Breath. I think um, we've done a great job of really uh, intertwining these two because if you look at these two general education patterns, um, mm-hmm. which is what they are. They're just a, they're a sheet for you to follow that makes it very simple and delineates what you have to have. And they're very similar in that they're divided into areas, right? If you look at the CSU, mm-hmm. it's area A, B, C, D, E, F. And if you look at the IGETSI, it's area um, one, two, three, four, right? And down. Yes, so, and five, yeah. So one, two, three, four, five for the IGETSI. And you're required to have three classes Generally speaking, three classes within each section, right? And some things you can't get around no matter which system you're going to. Every system requires two English courses. Every system requires at least one transferable math course. Every If you're going to this issue, you've got to have a speech class. Um, and then you've got to have a few other classes that are from outside your major. That's true no matter what system you're going to. Now, if you happen to be listening to us and you're 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 either considering going out of state or you're from out of state. Um, the IGETSI would be the pattern you'd want to follow. And um, there are certain classes that just work no matter where you're going. So if you're not a you know, California native, you don't know what IGETSI even is, but you, um, 
you know, you're you're thinking about GE and all that. History, American history classes work well no matter where you're going to school, right? Uh, Intro to psychology class. Yeah, right? so do psychology classes, sex. sociology classes, econ classes. Art history. Art history classes, <laughs> religious studies, philosophy. Those are everywhere. They're everywhere. Yes. So those are reliable classes you can take that you know that no matter where you go, they're going to work in some fashion or another. Absolutely. And I like hearing that and giving that in information to our students. Of course, you know, you always have to check with your institution to see how they evaluate them. But if you go to um, a community college in Los Angeles, here in California, right, and then you take that um, area C1 for the CSU general education breath, most likely it's going to be that C1 also in a Northern California community college, right? Or if you took that English course, again, most likely it's going to count as an English course. Again, you always want to get that evaluated by a counselor, but that's always a good start. Like if you just transferred from Southern California to Northern California and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I take? It's the first week of school. Like, look at that general education that you took over there. And you, if you're following that I get C or that CSUGE um, pattern, you know, that's a good where to, a good place to start to look at those holes, maybe something that you didn't fill out before and say, okay, maybe I'll start here with taking this class because I know I haven't taken a communication studies course. So I should just kind of, that would be a good start if I'm thinking of going to the CSUs. So those are little some tips and tricks for our students. Um, of course, every situation is different, so definitely talk to your counselors. And if you take an AP units in high school and you've done an AP test, that's another thing you definitely want to always check with check in with your counselor about because some of those units may count as general education. Just a, a reminder about that. Mm -hmm, that's a great point. So what would be the one takeaway, Emmanuel, for you? I would say my one takeaway for my students that I always tell my students is if you're coming in undeclared and you kind of want to... Um, first try to narrow down an area, but if even that has been a challenge for you, look at the IGETC pattern because it's going to help you for the UCs and the CSUs, and again, sometimes for the privates. Um, look, start there um, because that will kind of give you a nice little starting point of a great um, set of classes uh, that you could choose from. So that would be my one point, mm -hmm. definitely, to today, and keep that open mind for general education. Mm-hmm. How about you, Yatende? What would be your one Yeah, point? I would have to agree with keeping the open mind and using and use GE to work in your favor. Oh, yeah. I, I know I took two. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. All right. All right, listeners, please remember to check in with a counselor at your institution that all this information on this podcast is for informational purposes only. And Yatende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.